Good morning, everybody. This is Khan. Welcome back to 222 Cast, run by Liam once again. We got some big things to go over today. We got uh, wild card predictions. We got the Clarys, and we have conference championship predictions. Uh, welcome back, Liam. Uh, thank you, and good morning, 222. So let's get into this. All right, so we're going to kick us off in order from AFC on the left side, moving down, then NFC on the right side. So I'm going to start us off, and I've got the Chargers beating the Chiefs in some would think is an upset, but it really isn't. I mean, the char- the Chiefs are injured. Herbert's looking really, really good right now, and the secondary looks even better than ever with Justin Smoke and, and uh, Jill Cooper. So, uh, yeah, I uh, I just don't think that, that the Chiefs can handle – handle such a high power firepower defense and high power power offense uh with all their injuries going through right now what do you think yeah for sure i also have the chargers winning in a low scoring affair the chiefs are without tyree kill joe mixon and jair alexander on defense which is huge for them they still do have mahomes but he doesn't really have that much help and the chargers are a nice well-rounded team that can take advantage for their losses on both offense and defense. So I think it's a low-scoring grudge match, and the Chargers actually upset here, 19-16. to 16. All right, I did not I did not come up with scores, but I will, uh, I will definitely make some, and I'm saying that this one's going to be 24-13. Right. to 13. The, the Chiefs offense doesn't get it going, wow. and they, they just can't win. So if we move on to the second round, we have – the Broncos and the Patriots, and I'm going to let you start this one. All right, so I actually have the New England Patriots winning this one. Go figure. But uh, I would not be surprised to see the Broncos going ahead and sweeping the Patriots like as they beat them in the regular season. Lamar's having another MVP-like season, but the Broncos' front seven don't play around. Uh, they've been having an amazing year, every single part of it, whether it's Roger 222 or Bradley Chubb. And uh, they beat the Patriots 21 nothing in the regular season. But uh, something that I think will really help New England out in this one is the return of Pro Bowl tight end Prince Jordan from injury. And New England is hot right now, winning their last three games. And they're rolling into this one, so I have them winning 21-17 to over the Broncos. Listen, 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 listen. In the regular season, they lost 21 nothing. Hey, regular season. I don't have anything changing. I think that they're going to absolutely dominate Lamar Jackson. Uh, their st- front seven is very, very, very good. And, I mean, Trey Potts is amazing. Like, Maximus 222, like you said. Badly Chubb. And I think that this is the game that proves Marquise Davison is the real deal. And, yeah, I have them winning 28-21 right. to 21 in a pretty close matchup. But I just, I just don't think that the the Patriots have them in them and I think that the Broncos just end up dominating even though the score does not say that they do. All right. So uh the next game is Titans and Raiders and um this one might be a little bit biased, but I'm taking the Titans. Uh they won the division. You can never ever bet against Deshaun Watson. He's still in his prime by far and he's still one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Uh the Raiders defense is not very very good outside of dubs. And I think that Deshaun will take advantage of that. And not only that, but uh defensive rookie of the year, Anthony Kahn is defensive rookie of the year candidate. My bad. 
is back from injury, so I think he'll have an impact in this game. And I have the Titans winning in a fairly close matchup. I've got them winning 31-21. to 21. All right, interesting. Well, I'm definitely going to have to come back to that Broncos-Patriots take later and see how that goes. And uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you again here. I am betting against Deshaun Watson. I mean, he lost in the wild card last year. I think history is going to repeat himself uh, again this year. So the Raiders, compared to the Titans, they have a better offense. But the Titans have a better defense. But when you compare the QBs, Parker has just been having an amazing year. 41 touchdowns to only eight interceptions. And I think um, it's really a battle of the QBs here. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think uh, the Raiders are going to pull out here and win 38-33. to All right. So uh, that wraps up our AFC predictions. Pretty solid in my opinion. But uh, we can move on to the NFC. And we actually do have the 49ers and the Eagles playing first. And I'm going with the 49ers in this game. Um you can never bet against Tremont Casey in the playoffs. He's proved time and time again. Yeah. He has, like, what, four Super Bowl appearances in his career? Three, three, four. Uh, yeah. Jack Kamara is a young, inexperienced quarterback, and it'll show in the playoffs, especially since it's his rookie year. He's a good player, just a little inexperienced. And the uh, Eagles roster is not that good. They have one player above 90 overall. So I think that that's definitely going to make a huge difference in this matchup. Yeah, and I 100% agree with you. I have the 49ers also winning in a blowout. I think this is really a lock for San Francisco. I mean, Trapon Casey has been in so much of these big games in his career. Meanwhile, on the other side, Kamara is just a rookie for the Eagles. And they finished third in their division, so I don't think they're at that level yet to be as good as the ones at the top of their division, Dallas and right. New York. Right. I think the 49ers win 31-16 in a blowout. Okay, well, I'm uh, the tail of the tape for that game, in my opinion, is I think Jack Kamar is going to throw some Jameis Winston type numbers, three interceptions, yeah, some zero touchdowns, zero touchdowns, and honestly, the 49ers, I've got them winning 24 to three, and that's that's my prediction. So, that next up, good. we got the Bears and the Packers, and I'll let you kick this one off. All right, so both these teams split in the regular season, one game apiece. Um, and I think the Bears are going to pull through here. Caleb Rickey is way more experienced than Marty Bell, especially in the postseason. And uh, I like him way more as a quarterback here. And I think they're going to win 35-27. to 27. I'm going to agree with that one, but I think that the score is definitely going to be a little bit better for the Bears' favor. Um, Richie, it's Richie, not Ricky, by the way. I don't care what you say. Uh, <laughs> Richie is very good. He's been really good once again this season. Uh, the offense is top five statistically based on stats, uh, based on yards. And the Packers barely made the playoffs. They uh, they had help getting in. Um, they lost to the Chargers, and they needed help to make the playoffs. So I don't have them doing much here. So I think that they're going to lose 35-21 to 21 in this game. All right. So uh, – Next up, we do have the Giants and the uh, – who are they playing? doesn't matter. The Buccaneers. They're playing the Buccaneers. They're going to lose – or they're going to win. They're going to blow them out. Folger has a massive interception problem. Uh, Elijah Miller has been really good along with Tyner. I just – I don't see – I don't see any way that the Bucks can pull off an upset here. And they're at home. 
Well, I I like what the Bucks have done down the stretch. They've rallied a bunch of wins, and Fulger has been really good ever since a horrible start to the season. But I don't like the defense at all, which is why I think they lose this game. It ranks 21st in the league. And the Giants, who are really one of the premier teams in the NFC, who are competing with Daniel for the number one seed, and the Cowboys, I mean, they went 16-0, so not, nothing was stopping them. But I think Justin Tyner will swallow up this defense as if Corn were fucking coaching the Buccaneers. So uh, 42-24 Giants in blowout fashion is my prediction. All right. So uh, we do have our predictions, and now I think is a good time we go through, as we tradition, tradition into the uh, NCAA, we do have – some players that are moving up into the NFL and those players have declared. So do you want to start us off with a couple of your players? Yeah, I'm going to start at the top. Gunnar Stahl, FSU quarterback, considered as the top QB in this draft and maybe even the top prospect in this draft, has declared on the number one team, FSU Seminoles. And the possible suitors are the Miami Dolphins and the Detroit Lions. Um, I think he could really change the Detroit Lions, turn them around, whose offense was horrible. So, you know, we'll see where he lands. Great quarterback this year. Heisman contender. For sure. Um, uh, my first player is Aaron May. He is a wide receiver out of Auburn. He is solid spot, solid size. He's good speed. He has really good route running comparable to someone like Devontae Adams, and his hands are pretty solid as well. I've got him going – at the mid-first round, I did not pick a team <laughs> at all. But uh, I got him going mid-first round, maybe even late, depending on how the draft plays out and what teams value at receiver. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've got. Um, for my second player, I've got another wide receiver in Jamal Bolt. And this guy's probably one of the fastest prospects we've seen in a minute, comparable to Tyreek Hill. Um, he's had very, very good ability to take the top off of defenses and he has great hands along with a very surprising, good, a surprisingly good short route running. And I've got him going before Aaron May at the mid first round mark, because people value speed a lot in this league. And I think that, you know, put him in the slot year one, he's going to have an a thousand yard rookie season, be contender for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. That's what I've got. Interesting take. What's so for me, I'm I'm going to go with another quarterback here. Michigan quarterback Kai Milton announced today that he would enter the draft. So he's another star product from Coach Tannis. He's a dual threat, great size, and great playmaking ability. I think he could fall anywhere from the mid-first round, depending on the teams. There's a lot of interesting quarterback situations with some of these teams and some quarterbacks underperforming. So we'll definitely see where he goes. So it should be interesting. And for the third quarterback in this draft so far to declare, Kurt Benkert Jr., son of former Falcons QB Kurt Benkert out of Maryland. He's probably <laughs> the low, lower-end QB in this class. Um, oh, Maryland funny. wasn't really the, that good these past couple of years, so he should fall late first or even early second, depending on, obviously, how teams are shaping up. And we'll see yeah, after the agency, really. We've we've uh, we've reached a stage in two 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 where not many players need quarterbacks at this certain yeah. like time. So I I don't have I mean I have Gunderstall going top five to a team that needs a quarterback, but the rest of these guys I mean I don't see them going until late. Yeah, I mean you saw Junior last year drop like to the no. second round to Daniel. And that was crazy. 
Well, yeah, and I think that'll happen with most of these quarterbacks. They'll they'll sit in the sort it. of sort of like mentorship role behind this current starting QB, whether it's Russell Wilson, even though I mean, like for example, uh, you know things like that. But I've got my next player, and he's actually pretty high on a lot of people's boards as of thus far. And I've got a uh, Bobby Branhan out of USC. Um, he's a very very good linebacker. I've got him top two linebacker on my board so far. He might move up, he might move down, who knows. Uh, he's good explosiveness, he has great vision. Um, as a tackler, you know, he's one of the best, comparable to uh, Javon Miller in that sense. Uh, and he's a top three top three linebacker in this draft, guaranteed. Top two right now, though, in my eyes. Um, yeah, so I've got him going in the top top ten, probably to a team that needs a linebacker. Um, I, I just don't think that there's much much other options this year especially and it's not very deep but my next one is another wide receiver so many receivers are declaring and it's beneficial for teams that need wide receiver twos you know the chargers the chargers have Devonte adams he's old as fuck you know you can replace him replace him with a solid wide receiver two in the second round and i've got this guy going second round uh hi jamal another one of jamal's players He's got good hands, solid route running. Um, his speed is okay along with his frame. Uh, not really like super ideal for a professional wide receiver, but it's still good enough in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, and <clears throat> those are all the players I, I had marked down for tonight, I guess this morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but there is one more thing that we do need to talk about before we move on, and that is wide receiver LJ Benin. Uh, you heard it here first from 2 to 2 cast. LJ Benin will be declaring for the draft. It is 100% proven. I knew it. Um, I knew it. And it's it's bound to happen. Um, we talked to us this morning, and it's happening, and we wanted to be the first people to release that. So... Yeah, he's uh he's definitely declaring he will be a top three pick. I've got him going top potentially one overall for a wide receiver. Insane. I, I hold the first round pick, so I can yeah, say that. Sure. <laughs> um so yeah, let's uh let's move on. We have the college uh conference championship games. And we're gonna start us off with the uh Ole Miss Tennessee game, and I don't think that this one is remotely close. Ole Miss, no, no doubt. Thornburg is the best running back by far, and when he declares, he'll be the best running back in the class. Uh, Eli Jones has proven to be a very good QB in replacement of James, and Tennessee is awful this year. They went, what, six and four? It's yeah. not close. I've got a blow up. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I got a blowout in favor of Ole Miss. Thornburg is going to go full Ray Rice on that defense. I think they stomped them 44-14, to 14, Ole Miss. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we move on to the uh, – Bama's in the Big Ten. So we got the Big Ten championship, uh, Bama versus Michigan. And this one is probably the most competitive game we had. Yeah. But Tannis is so awful in games like this and – Coach Sanders is one of the best game planners in this league's history, as well as uh, LJ Bennon being a huge factor there for for Coach Sanders. And I just I don't think that Tannis t- 
tennis will be able to hold up, especially against a defense like Bama's. So I've got Bama winning in fairly close, but not that close, 31-17, to 17, Bama. Yeah, and I also agree with you there. But I think it's going to be really close, but Bama will eke it out. Um, I totally agree with Tannis not being great in these games and Sanders having a lot of experience. I think LJ Bannon will go off on this defense and no one can really be able to guard him. But I got, I got Alabama eking it out by one point, 31 to 30. Interesting. That's solid. Oh, we got – fuck, dude. Okay, we got LSU Texas for the uh, Big 12 chip. And I got to be real, I do not know much about these two teams. But I do know that LSU is undefeated and Texas has two losses already. So I'm going with LSU uh, 21 to 14. Close matchup, but LSU just is better. <laughs> it's proven. Yeah, I think they're more proven. So I'm going to take LSU over Texas. Uh, I think Texas will put up an okay fight, but I think LSU is going to take this one by 17, 38 to 21. Okay. Uh, we have the uh, Pac 12 championship, and we've got USC. I said it right this time versus Arizona State. And I think that this one's pretty straightforward. Arizona State is very young and inexperienced in games like these. And USC is our, did I say USC? I did. USC is arguably the best team in the league. Um, You know, they've got a very, very good squad. And ASU's defense is not elite. So I think that USC puts on a show uh, 41 to 28 in favor of University of South Carolina, South California. Holy fuck. Okay. What about you? Yo, I'm surprised you actually said it right this time. So I also got USC, but I think it's going to be closer than you think. Uh, But ASU has just suffered too many defeats this year. That like too many tough defeats that I don't think they're going to be able to pull through. And uh, they're really trying to fight for a playoff spot here. They need a win desperately. And I don't think they're going to get it. Reggie Bush trying to run through Bobby Wood is going to be an interesting matchup. I just don't think ASU can pull through and USC way more experience. They're going to win 31 to 28. All right. Um, definitely could agree with that one, but now we have the ACC chip and that is uh, Florida state versus Clemson. Now I, this one is one of those matchups where the second place team is just not very good. And this is a very top heavy conference. So I've got FSU kicking the fuck out of Clemson. Uh, you can't bet against Gunnar Stahl. Uh, a great team put together by Coach Diggs, and I'm not really high on FSU against other teams because of the division that they play in. But I, Clemson is not amazing, so I don't have I don't have Clemson even coming close. Uh, final score: twenty-eight to seventeen. Interesting, low scoring. FSU—they're already locked in for the playoffs. Clemson's playoff spot could be in jeopardy with a loss, which it's going to be a loss. But ASC would probably have to win, which I think is going to happen. I predicted not to happen. And, you know, my main man, Gunnar Stahl, I'm going to keep manifesting it. He's going to win Heisman. He better win Heisman. And FSU is going to keep proving the doubters wrong. They ain't in no Mickey Mouse conference. You're going to win 45-20. to All right. So I think that about wraps up what we have planned for today.
Uh, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no. No, no. All right. Well, that uh, that ends our morning edition of 2 to 2 Cast. I hope everyone here enjoyed listening. Um, we have some big stuff coming before the draft. We're going to have a uh, wide receiver prospect, LJ Bennon on, hopefully for a small interview. And we have tons of things to talk about in the next couple of days. So, yeah, we'll probably do another quick segment. We bring out division, divisional predictions, uh, quarterfinal predictions for the uh, NCAA and uh, talk about some things that we said during our predictions this episode. So, uh, yeah, good to be on here with you again, Liam. Yeah, and uh, Of course. Uh, have a good one, everybody. See you.